0: It's Melissa. So, I'm on a roll here um, with my time. My alone time. It's not often that I get alone time. And when I do, I'm trying to make the, the most of it. So, as of right now, I'm thinking this is the best quiet time that I have. Right before I pick up Elena. To talk to you guys about becoming and not Michelle Obama's becoming but Melissa's becoming I am what I become I am what I choose to become rather so that's my mantra for the month of November I'm in a group where we decided to take November on like gangbusters and really support each other with our where we wanted to land in November because it was I guess such an important month for um like astrology and the numbers and all of that excuse me but it was a super important month for me because I was coming off of some intense um intense personal growth all of that work and then it just the work doesn't stop but we the meetings stop in November and so I knew that November I was going to need some extra support to get me to December and the next month and the next one just to make a lovely transition rather than a crash and burn or the fear of a crash and burn or just questioning, you know, am I doing this right? So I just needed extra support. I'm in a group, and um, Kim, the leader of that group, said, Let's all pick mantras. What is your m- mantra for the month going to be? And some of them were like, um, Love myself. Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I had no idea. Some of them were, you know, I want to work on horse stuff, you know, some of them, or mine was, I am what I become, and that was important to me, because it has connotations of the phrase, I decide, and so much of my life, like, that was important to me. For me to decide. For me to give the authorization of who I become. Because so much of my life has been in reaction to other people's perceived reactions of me. Did that make any sense? Let me try that again. This is exhausting. This is as exhausting as it sounds. Basically, my... I am who I become... How am I going to say this? So, I tend to react on people's, what I perceive people's reactions are of me. So, that means that if I perceive that this guy is treating me like I'm dumb then I will perceive that he has seen me do something dumb and he has now made the judgment that I am dumb and then for some reason my brain my reaction goes one step further and says oh you should feel guilty for being dumb like you are dumb almost it's almost to the you are dumb but I still have this feeling that I know he thinks that and so I act like that (laughs) or accept that or accept that explanation of where this person's brain is at that my brain is giving an assignment to although I have no idea what's really going on in this person's head he could be having a bad day he could be he could be not thinking anything of the sort he could just be rude and not even know it So, so much of my life has been in reaction to other people's reactions of me that I perceive. And that is called, I believe that's called the looking glass um, theory or something like that. It was something about the looking glass that Carl Jung made up. um, Not made up, he kind of defined this philosophy of that um, where... One, I'm not gonna try to explain it again. Holy smokes, did I not learn my lesson? That's th- three times. So, if you Google the Looking Glass, Carl Jung, and I think it's Khan Academy or something like that, you'll find an amazingly well-done video about how how to describe how how to describe this theory with stick figures. It's pretty great. Uh, makes it very easy to uh, understand and when I was watching it I really felt like it was an aha moment like somebody just described my life like it's exhausting it's complicated but that is the way that I have been thinking and I will say that going through the Changing Woman Sisterhood has really helped me in stamping that out not so much you know it's embers there's embers burning of that that I must constantly remind myself at this point I don't know if that'll be like that forever but like I at this point I must consistently remind myself that that is not the reality of things my reality is the reality it's not stop living in someone else's reality stop people pleasing and trying to figure out what they think of you so you can influence that it doesn't matter because people aren't going to think exactly what they, what they think based on their own filter and their own life circumstances and so I need to understand that and I've said this before at several points in my life but it does have a different connotation right now I feel like, I understand that it's none of my business what people think of me, and that's an old uh, Dr. Wayne Flyer uh, quote. It's none of your business what people think of you, and he probably got it from so it's probably some generic thought. But that's exactly what it is because I have no business trying to guess what they're thinking because that would that would mean that I would have to dissect their upbringing, their interpersonal relationships, All, all sorts of things that I have no idea about. So in that letting go, there is a freedom, such a great freedom that I feel when I can just be me consequences be damned always there was consequences to my actions to my whatever I do in my head I was always thinking well how will this affect what will they think and now I absolutely know that I can live my life for me (laughs) hallelujah and that is pretty amazing So, with that thought, I would love to know what you think about this concept of living as other people think. See, I'm going to try to describe it again. It's living through other people's eyes your perception of what they think. So do you do that? Have you done that? How did you get out of it? Are you a people pleaser? Do you know a people pleaser? And I invite you to just go ahead and respond or not, but I really would love to hear if anybody else has similar experiences. Okay. And everybody take good care and I'll see, see you soon.